Hello and welcome everybody to Across the Bifrost. This is the Mighty Thor podcast and on each and every episode we like to go through the world of Thor and talk about what is happening, especially on today's episode we are talking about new comics. We do this every month with Faz and usually usually Will Rose is here but Will is off surfing in the ocean. He's taking a vacation. I don't know Faz what was he up to? Why 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 wasn't he joining us today? I think his exact words were, "You know what, guys? I'm getting too cool for you. I'll I'll maybe come back next." No, that's not true. I've, I've ascended past <laughs> you, uh, but we're like Will is much missed, and what whatever mm-hmm. waves he's he's hitting today or whatever he's doing, just be sure to send Will some love on 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 IG uh, at Will Rose. Uh, but in the Will Rose uh, chair, we have. One of my favorite podcast hosts, uh, a friend through the podcasting world. Yeah, it's you. Uh, Russell Moran is here from Gamma Charged and Tomes of Evil. Russell, I am so stoked to have you on the show today, man. Well, I'm happy to be here, Ryan. Uh, it's I'm ready to have a smashing good time. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, if if you hadn't like Gamma Charged is uh, let me let me let me get this right. It is the strongest podcast there is, and it is like what one of two Hulk podcasts in existence, Russell. Pretty much, yeah. Which the only is one that talks about mind blowing. Yeah, it's mind blowing, mind blowing. So, Russell knows his Hulk. Like Hulk is his uh, is his uh, expertise, just like Faz and I. Uh, we're 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 Thor. Uh, how do you say it? Thor enthusiasts? We're we may not be experts, but we love uh, the mighty Thor. So today, when we talk about Banner of War, our latest issue in that uh, little uh, storyline, Russell's going to be able to give us a a Hulk enthusiast opinion on the other side. So. Uh, Russell, why don't, just like just to get us going here, like what was kind of your introduction to Hulk and comics? Uh, just so listeners can know where you're coming from as a reader. Um, well, my, it's kind of one of those things where you were so young that you can't quite pinpoint it. Like it's okay. like when's the first t- when's the first time you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You know, I could, um, but. Um, no, it was probably watching, you know, the cartoons, uh, Batman, the animated series, yeah. X-Men, Spider-Man. Um, my dad uh, was into comics when he was a kid, but not like hardcore. He was just like a casual guy, but he loved like introducing me to the uh, Marvel superheroes and he would buy me some comics from time to time but mostly it was the tv shows and the toys and the video games that got me into comics i i know on one of the latest issue or episodes of gamma charge you guys talk about marvel versus capcom mm-hmm. and all the 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 history of Hulk in video games. That's a great episode. I mean, really all the episodes of Gamma Charge are great, especially the ones that oh, thank uh, you. feature uh, uh, certain hosts from across the Bifrost. Um, yes. Where where did your love of Hulk specifically come from? Um, I, I would say that there was a Hulk 90s cartoon. That oh boy, I was loved. there. <laughs> yeah, it was super good. I think it's yeah. underrated. Absolutely. Um, also, you know, um, the F- Ang Lee Hulk movie came out when I was nine. Oh, wow. So uh, even though that movie, I have different feelings on it now. 
I loved it <laughs> when it came out. Right. Um, but yeah, Hulk's just always been a part of my life. And um, I, my love of him has always been there, but the reasons I have, I love him have changed a lot. Okay. You, your, your love has grown and matured uh, now in your old age. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so what I love about the Ang Lee Hulk movie is like, that's a perfect movie for any nine-year-old to be like, oh, I love this movie. It's like, cause yeah, when you're nine, you're not critical. Like you are like in your twenties and thirties. So like nine-year-old Russell, I'm sure thought that movie was the absolute best. Yeah. Just seeing Hulk grab the end of a tank and throw it 360 through the air. Right. And also the the game that came out for that movie was awesome. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I actually just bought a copy and have been playing it. Um, On what? It's, it's good. It's it's good. Is that like a PlayStation game? Like original PlayStation? Play- or PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. Okay. For, for a very specific generation listening to this, they're going to be like, I remember that. I'm told I'm I'm all in on where Russell's going. <laughs> so, needless to say, listener, like Russell is overqualified for the conversation ah, we're gonna have. Stop. <laughs> and also, Russell is he has been reading um, Donnie Cates's run of Hulk, so he can give us a little bit more of a nuanced opinion on how Donnie brought some of those themes into this uh, story for Banner of War because we actually get a reference to a character that is kind of the thing right now in the Hulk comics, um, mm-hmm. which we can dig into that in, uh, you know what, let's do it right now. Let's just dig into it right now. We are going to, first comic we're going to talk about today on new comics is Thor number 26. It is part four of the five part Banner of War story written by Donnie Cates, drawn by a friend of the show, Martin Cocolo. And uh, I've, let's see, let's get the rest of the, the team on here. Color artist, uh, future Eisner a winner Matthew Wilson I'm calling it right now when they do the the awards at uh, San Diego Comic-Con Matthew Wilson for best colorist uh, I'm probably the only person that cares about that and uh, letterer is Joe Sabino who has been lettering uh, Matt Wilson and Joe Sabino have been lettering and coloring Thor forever so Joe Sabino still holding down the coloring and the, co- uh, the cover is done by Gary Frank, which we know Will Rose um, is a big fan of Gary Frank. So that's our creative team. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a synopsis of what happens in, in this issue. Then we will be sure to get Russell and Faz's opinions and thoughts on this issue where, oh my goodness, so much happens. So <laughs> at the end of last issue, we uh, we left and Thor has been changed into like a Hulk Thor, so he's he's all hulked out. He he's he's got that that gamma in him, and he is uh, he's wrecking shop at the beginning of this issue. He's fighting Iron Man's giant you know celestial Hulk arm Hulkbuster armor. He is tearing apart uh, you know er- everything in sight, and the Hulk tries to stop him. Well, Gamma Thor is really not having it so he gets rid of hulk and hulk isn't there for like a bulk of this issue and and we know why once we get to the end there's other things happening here where odin is trying to talk to bruce banner about like hey we got to get back out there or like things could get infinitely worse 
where there's a plan alluded to by Bruce Banner is like, hey, I can stop him, but I need your help to do it. And we we cut away and we see this uh, situation happen on the Rainbow Bridge. Sif, who is now the Watcher of the Bifrost, if you're not familiar with where Donny Cates has taken her character in the, the run so far, Sif is watching over what's happening and she's like, I've got to save Thor somehow. Like, I've got to do something. So she sends the Bifrost to pick him up. And Iron Man warns Sif, like, this is a bad idea. Like, we should not be doing this. And uh, Thor Hulk, uh, well, let's see, Gamma Thor, I just call him Gamma Thor. Gamma Thor breaks the Bifrost because he doesn't want to be sucked back up into Asgard. He, he just starts pounding away at the light, the rainbow light, you know, Hulk, no, you know, Hulk Thor, no like rainbow light. And he breaks the Bifrost. And you're like, I'm like, I'm sitting there reading. I'm just like, okay, that happened. And then we find out what the plan was between Bruce and Odin was that Odin inside the, the hammer of the, the, reconstructed Mjolnir flies into the hand of our, our, our OG Hulk and turns him into Asgardian Hulk. <laughs> he can speak much better and they start to fight. And the last panel of this issue is a planet exploding when these two finally clash in these new, in these new personas you have, Thor with the gamma radiation and you have now Hulk being worthy of the hammer and he's got Asgardian armor. It's fantastic. I, I would love to, Russell, since you're our guest of honor and this is your first time on the show, like this issue, man, what's uh, what what's going around in your brain as you're breaking down part four of Banner of War? Well, I will say that uh, in terms of action, and you know art it's amazing um yeah. i mean this this whole thing this whole arc has really excelled at giving us these big awesome action scenes um but you know i i've been a donny cates fan since thanos oh so um, way back when yes um i loved venom i loved thor I have not been entirely high on the Hulk run. I yeah, listeners um, of Gamma Charge will not be surprised because you guys have broke broken his run down a, a few different times at this at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, we we mostly gave it high praise, mostly for Ryan Otley's art. Yeah, um, I I just feel like Donnie, like he is really focused on you know the big action scenes, the big twists and turns, yeah. and he's kind of. I don't want to say he's erased, but he's kind of taken away some of the um, like the really powerful stuff that the Hulk's gone got going up here in his noggin, like the DID stuff. He's kind of he's turning that into a starship. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, uh, but no, like this banner banner of war has been pretty awesome. Um and I really enjoyed it. And it's just the most ridiculous thing ever having, right. having a Thor Hulk and a Hulk Thor. Yeah. And like on one hand, 
I'm just like a kid in a candy store. This is the the coolest thing yeah. that like little kid Russell would have ever seen. But at the same time, I'm like, it's a little, it's a little much. Uh, um, <laughs> they're throwing everything at the wall. <laughs> they're just yeah. like, something is going to stick. And we just want to like be sure we throw enough at the wall to make sure that something stays. I, I yeah. totally get that. The, yeah. Really, the end of this issue feels like, almost feels like a what if issue. It, it this whole thing has started to become a what if issue um no i liked it though i don't want to don't want to sound like i'm dogging on it because like i enjoy it i enjoy it as a fun like popcorn blockbuster type thing yeah, yeah. um i just don't feel like it has a whole lot of depth to it yeah no i i totally see that that critique um fast and not, not everything has to have depth either oh. I'm totally just, yeah but, yeah it, it is it is a, i just want to like hit on that real quick and then we'll we'll jump over to the fast guardian i that's got so much kick-ass <laughs> i just i've got to start saying it more also especially hold on i interrupted myself faz that love and thunder poster you did on on your page the other day was so freaking cool i actually had to do a double take <laughs> i was like oh wait no that is that is faz on there <laughs> What, what can I say, man? My, my editors make me look good. That's, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Spectacular. Um, but like Donnie is Donnie is like taking these characters from two legends, like Al Ewing redefined the modern Hulk, like with immortal Hulk. And Aaron did the same thing with redefining the modern Thor. So mm -hmm. Donnie, like he's, he's taking on these big challenges and, and and like readers have gotten so attached to the Ewing Hulk and the Aaron Thor that I, I think there's a lot to, to what Russell is saying that like he had to change some things, but sometimes maybe the things that that got changed, they don't make sense to us right now. And mm -hmm. maybe we'll get closure down the road. Maybe we'll get a resolution. Uh, but I will say this. There's one part of this uh, that I want Russell to, to talk about uh, in a little bit. Uh, Donnie has definitely swung for the fence in a in a villain way um, with with, you know, what's going on inside the Hulk. But Faz thoughts on number 26. We've been like grinding through this Banner of War summer blockbuster story. Uh, what were your thoughts on issue 26? My first thought on the whole, you know, big popcorn uh, issue versus the kind of depth is yeah. I'm quite okay with it given yeah. how the Thor run's been going. We just had one of the deepest, most emotional, uh, really great to get through and really rich with content and like character development for Thor that we've had in a long time. So to switch from that to just punch them up for five straight issues where Thor and Hulk are just going at each other and there's yeah. no more, there, there's no deep conflict. It's just, I want to hit him. He wants to hit me. Let's draw the coolest panels we possibly can. Let's have green lightning. Let's have blue lightning. Let's have gold lightning. Let's have Odin everywhere. I am here for it because I love the deep stuff just like you guys do. But sometimes you just need a Hulk to hit a Thor and a Thor Hulk to hit a Hulk Thor. And a, uh, <laughs> and then maybe the Hulk, I, I don't even know where to go. Sometimes there, you didn't right? know yeah. you needed that. <laughs> sometimes you need a, Thor, a, a Thor Hulk buster iron man to come into the middle and get beat up by both of them right this just sometimes it's needed <laughs> that is true i mean like tony gets kind of lost in this where like last issue they both took shots at tony and i love that tony has come in this as like the he, he's like the middleman where they both fight tony 
it, so that he's kind of like a, a holdover because in the in the next issue in part five i i, I kind of want to hear some predictions uh from you guys like with part five um that's the culmination and we mm-hmm. know we're going to get like this final kind of kind of round it's like a round in a boxing match this is like we're going into the final round and both these guys are you know they've they've gotten that power up to get to that next level and we're just going to see an all out issue number five there so one prediction here russell the 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 entity known as titan has Mm -hmm. been referenced a few times in this limited series what are your expectations for issue five uh, and then we'll get Faz's predictions for issue five as well. Uh, I think because we still don't know what Titan is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm really hoping it's not just the stereotypical. Oh, it's an evil alter. It's another like it's another personality, and it's evil. No, I think this is something more. Uh, I think Thor makes a reference to it being like a demonic entity. Yeah. And that would, and that would explain why it can like possess people and stuff. Um, Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily going to come into play in the last issue. Actually, I think they're going to hold off on bringing that back. Um, But my big prediction for the last issue is that Thor's going over. Oh, um, because the cover for the next issue shows Hulk triumphantly standing over Thor is like, that's a swerve. You're right. That's a swerve. Yeah, right. It's (laughs) I love that. Like Russell is totally here with all the the pro wrestling analogies. I I love it so much. Like they're building up Hulk really strong. They're building him up, building him up. And Thor, you know, they're going to they're going to give you the false finish in this mm-hmm. in this uh issue and then uh thor's gonna get the pinfall in the next one i you know what that's my prediction too so faz what is your prediction for the fifth and final installment in banner of war firstly i think i agree with with the titan thing i think that's a really that's a big part of the current hulk run right so you yeah. want to wrap that up in this crossover it's more kind of showing the damage the titan can do that even True. thor can be taken over I also want to predict that Thor is going to win um, because Hulk's looking so, uh, so positively dominant in that uh, cover. But because you guys are a little more thinking, through, I think Hulk's going to win like crazy right now. Woo! He's going to, it's, <laughs> we couldn't have a clean sweep. No, <laughs> no, no. Couldn't. So I, I want you guys to know that with my heart and with my hand, with my brain, with all of my thoughts, I think that Thor is going to win, but to be a contrarian, I think Hulk's <laughs> going to use the, the Odin force really nicely or the Thor force now, whatever you want to call it. And it, it'll end in, you know, it's going to be a more or less tie, I think, with Hulk being the quote unquote winner. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to go with on this it's, one. Because, I mean, we Donnie, uh, you know, all father Donnie, he has he has promised us a winner, but he hasn't like said, like, one will live, one will die. Like, that's not how this is going to end. Like, there will be there will be to, there will be a pinfall and there will be a winner and a loser but obviously these guys are going to go back to their own books they're going to you know go back to their own storylines and even after uh after part five of banner of war wraps up we've got this weird story coming along with thor in in issues 27 and 28 i believe of of thor coming up where we're gonna see thor and venom together i have a prediction about that oh give it to me what's the prediction 
Gore and Null are teaming up. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 mm, I don't know who I have to send money to to make that happen. Oh, no, but I'm actually, be let but, down if that doesn't happen. Actually, would. <laughs> but Gore would hate Null. But, right, he's a god. So, Gore would be double crossing in a couple issues, probably. They'd start together, oh, and then it's... Gore would take Null's power, and it would become a, a crazy time. Are, are we? Are we getting the big cool? The, the big baby face turn for gore he's a good guy now <laughs> the oh. big baby face turn <laughs> yeah you know that god butcher guy he's a good guy now <laughs> can, can you redeem gore probably not <laughs> and, and if by wrestling logic yes but <laughs> russell but, he's gonna go from being the god butcher to the good butcher <laughs> <laughs> that's such a, a god that's a deep and the cut Oh man, you you came for comics talk, but you're getting late '90s Attitude Era wrestling reference. Come get on the go train, go gore train. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I I know what we're posting on Instagram <laughs> this week. Oh man, but th- this this issue was like Russell and Faz said, a lot of fun, big punch em up, summer blockbuster style story. And Marvel is really known for like doing these big summer things that you know they they get people reading the books. They they loosely kind of tie in with movies, and uh, this was a fun issue. So. Speaking of uh, things that are coming up in Thor film, we are going to move on to our second full-length issue, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor. This is written by, I'm going I'm to tell you guys right here, it's written by next week's guest, Torin Grunbeck, and it's drawn by Michael Dowling. The color artist is uh, Jesus Abertov. And it is, again, lettered by Joe Sabino, who is a tireless man who, who must letter everything in the world of Thor. So we are, this is part one of another five-part series. This is a limited series in and of itself. This is not happening in an ongoing book like Banner of War is happening in, you know, the ongoing Thor book, the ongoing Hulk book. But Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor. This issue was a lot of things. And here's what we've decided to do. Since Torin is our guest next week, we are going to kind of give you our quick hitter thoughts. And uh, it'll be Faz and I kind of breaking this down. Uh, this had nothing to do with Hulk. So Russell refused to, to read it. Um, <laughs> he said, he said, that's not in my writer for, for the, for the podcast. Um, well, that just makes me sound like a misogynist. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Russell is a supporter of all things Jane Foster. <laughs> I am. He's not going to be one of those guys picketing outside of a theater when love and thunder <laughs> comes out <laughs> we so uh but no uh, faz and i are just going to give you our quick thoughts on it and then we're going to go more in depth on this issue when we talk to Torin next week so definitely be sure to come back for that jane foster is valkyrie now and she's been valkyrie for a while and she has this ability where she can see people's fates now this ability hasn't really been uh quantified like to a technical level it jane even says that in the issue she can like it it's a loose ability she can see how people's lives will end but sometimes she can she can change that sometimes she can't uh we open up on a on a scene where she's helping the avengers kind of track down this robot that was i assume gonna like blow up a a city park um that 
scene really has not much to do with the rest of the issue. Basically, it's reintroducing us to who Jane is and what she can currently do in comics. Then we have this weird interaction where uh, J- uh, Jane is in her apartment and all of a sudden, Mjolnir comes bursting through the window. And she's like, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, where is Thor? And why is there blood on this hammer? So she kind of stands there for a second and she's like, I don't know what to do. She's wrestling with herself. She's like, well, I have the, I have the powers Valkyrie and I'm happy being Valkyrie right now. And, um, she, you know, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't pick up the hammer, uh, and transform into Thor in this issue, but behind the scenes, there's a few things happening as Thor is, uh, as Jane is contemplating, like, does she pick up the hammer again? What's happening with Thor? She's very confused. We have this mysterious villain, this masked villain who is going around to all the other kind of classic Thor villains, like Algrim, the accursed, uh, Ulick, our guy, be sure to join Patreon for Ulick's unstoppable show. And we, meet the enchantress there's a lot of different thor villains here she's getting them together to attack asgard hella the goddess of death is the only villain that's like nope get like i am if i'm gonna wage war on asgard i'm gonna do it on my own terms uh so go away so this villain is getting all these villains together to go attack asgard and also on midgard Runa, who is the uh the valkyrie that maybe you're most familiar with from the thor movies she is in the middle of her Midgard vacation and it gets interrupted by Mr. Horse. Mr. Horse is stinking awesome. And uh, he's a fantastic Valkyrie character that Torin uh, uh, is just completely hitting home runs with. She comes to get Runa and Runa is supposed to go to Asgard to help Sif and Faz's guy, Beta Ray Bill, Basically showing Asgard's defenses because Algrim is coming to Asgard with the Dark Elves to begin this assault on uh, the Realm Eternal. There's a lot going on in this issue, but I really enjoyed this issue. I have been waiting for Torin to get her her time with Thor for a long time. Yes, she's written Valkyrie for a long time, and she's very good at it. Uh, I have literally wondered, uh, like where I've just been spacing off at work, I'm like, I wonder what Torin writing Hulk or what writing Thor would be. <laughs> and uh, her writing Hulk would be amazing too. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this issue. I'm really excited to see where uh, this goes. And if you want to know more about this again, be sure to come back next week. Torin is going to take us through kind of like, when this opportunity came up what like what we can expect from this she also she threatens me with heartache at one point in the interview i said oh i love blank character and she's like i'm about to break your heart then and i was like uh well uh i don't know what to do with that (laughs) so you'll have to wait till next week to find out what uh what she means by that i guess faz what were your thoughts on jane foster and the mighty thor my, my first thought is I've seen a lot of Jane as the Mighty Thor. I've seen her as Valkyrie in the Avengers run with Jason Aaron, but I haven't gotten a yes. lot of Jane as Valkyrie. And her power set is so cool and so right? different. That opening scene was made for people just like me who are like, yeah, so she's a Valkyrie. She's got some cool powers, the all-weapon Mr. Horse, you know. No, this is what she brings to the table that makes her so different, right? right. Like, it's such a cool, unique power for just her. And 
it's a great job kind of explaining why she's so badass and so awesome. And then everything being set in motion makes me think this five-parter is going to be fantastic. Like we've yeah. got, got a, a, a big uh, supervillain team, which is always good for these kind of five-issue runs. Jane being like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to wield Mjolnir. I'm going to use it, but don't expect me to be Mighty Thor unless if I absolutely need to be. Yeah. Setting up a nice Chekhov's gun. I also love, this is kind of a, a little thing from reading all the Thor books, that in the other Thor books, Mjolnir looks like Mjolnir looks like now. Yeah. They don't go back to like the old one saying like, oh, we're not right. going to worry about the whole broken, cracked Odin uh, Mjolnir. No, no, no. This this is the right, this is the correct based on the Donny Cates yeah. uh, timeline look and it looks fantastic it's a uh, beta ray, beta ray bills back and you know how much i love him so that's great Who we've doesn't? got lots of valkyrie oh man this this Russell, issue has me hyped faz has been predicting that beta ray bill is in love and thunder for months now i'm yeah. i I'm, i'll throw my money in there too I, I, i'm I, not i'm not saying it won't happen but guys like we're already getting so much in this movie look 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 ryan i don't think it's actually going to happen i'm just trying to speak <laughs> it into existence and if i say it enough it so may it, happen post credits happens you can be like i was behind this from the start exactly and if i'm wrong nobody's gonna know because or, i'm gonna deny it the whole time because i'm gonna <laughs> deny it it's not like we're recording Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, no. The the real post credit scene is you see Ulick, and uh, he moves the boulder, and the Mangog comes out. Uh, but, <laughs> I uh... will crap a solid gold brick <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> now, if Ulick shows up in the end of this movie, I will not be able to stop screaming. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, Russell, I just I hadn't quick, even thought I mean, about I get, that. I, Dang yeah. it! Um. Did oh, you say gun. that? Did you say that? Uh, curse was in this. Yeah, Algrim, Algrim the Accursed is in this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, he's my third favorite Thor villain. Gonna have to read it. Also, you're gonna have to tell me who number one and number two are. <laughs> number one is Malekith the Accursed. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. And number two is Gore the effing God Butcher. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's that's three really good choices. Um, yeah. But the, well, the curse about, is kind of dumb, but you know, the <laughs> thing about Algrim in this one is he doesn't have his like normal curse. Like, so he's back to how he was before. But I have a feeling. So I have I have two predictions for this. Um, this shadowy villain that uh, has alluded to they have a history with Thor. Um, I have no idea who this is going to be um because it, it it's a she like the character looks female okay but we see enchantress and uh-huh. enchantress actually has a line at the end where she's like i'll help you get all these villains on the same page i'll help you sneak them into asgard because we learn at the end that Ulick and the trolls are fighting up from underneath asgard as algrim is attacking from the sky enchantress says i will help you with all of this but don't you dare try to like trick me or fool me at the end I want one thing. You can burn Asgard to the ground. I want one thing. I want Thor. And then at the last panel, we see Thor uh, basically going one-on-one with this giant serpent. I don't know if it's supposed to be the world serpent, but it like it alludes to like, I think Enchantress is going to be a big part of this story. Mm-hmm. And my second prediction is, I don't think Jane is the only person we're going to see wield the hammer. I think Runa is going to get the hammer at one point in this miniseries. And I think we're going to see like the, the, 
I don't know another way to say this. The Tessa Thompson style Valkyrie wield the hammer and it's going to be amazing. So that's my prediction for this mini series. Like I said, come back next week. Torin and I talk about this uh, in much more depth, but let's get to probably the most important part of any new comics episode. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you if you've been following the show for a while, if you haven't, go back and listen to our new comics episodes because you'll know what's coming next. Faz's Corner, where he talks us through all the new issues of Alligator Loki that have come out since we last spoke. Faz, the floor is yours for these latest two issues, Joyride and Spa Day. All right. I know everybody listens to us for 30 minutes and just kind of skips through it to get to the alligator. You've you've fast forwarded up until now. Yeah, (laughs) this is the most important part. And honestly, we've got some really good alligator Loki this week. We're starting with Joyride and we're joined with Thor fighting Doom. Of course. Thor doesn't have his hammer. He's kind of getting getting wrecked. He needs some help for sure. He calls Mjolnir comes flying all the way through and it passes through where our favorite little alligator Loki is <laughs> taking his nap with his butterflies. A call back to a couple uh, issues ago. He sees it. He jumps up, grabs himself onto the mule near, goes flying all the way and knocks over a whole bunch of cameos. Pizza gets dropped. Oh, the cameos broken. are awesome. The cameos are amazing. Flies all the way to Thor. Thor's all hyped. Doom's about to hit him. Thor's like, you have no idea what's coming. And Thor gets hit in the face with alligator Loki. And it's just, he's so happy to see him. He looks like a puffy dog on top of him. Thor is KO'd. Hammer's beside him. And Thor Doom's has the like, X's on his eyes. And, and Doom's Doom like, oh my God, what? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to win that way. That's, that's the worst way to win a fight, right? Doom needs no alligator. No. He's gonna, <laughs> no matter what, he's going to blame it on Reed Richards. So it's okay. Uh, Reed, you son of a... <laughs> and then so that's I our mean, first one the next one is like so, so adorable good. yeah so good yeah it's uh it's for lack of a better word it's a it's a mystical spa day is what it is and it's called spa day we've got everybody's kind of giving loki a nice little break he's getting cucumbers on his eyes he's getting his is his horn being waxed or is he just being held there by the horn <laughs> looks like he's been held there by the horn inappropriate he's, Faz. this is a family show <laughs> Ella is not pleased to have him there, but you know, what's she going to do? It's just part of the process. (laughs) Yeah, Hella's not having it. Looks like Scarlet Witch is is giving him a nice uh, family show, a nice, a a facial with the cucumbers. (laughs) He's getting his nails clipped. They're all loving how pretty he looks. The, the quote-unquote real Loki comes and they all tell him just get the hell out of here. This, this is not your kind of party, Loki. <laughs> Loki's got to leave because alligator Loki is everybody's favorite Loki. Yeah. And I just want to say Alyssa Wong continues to dominate with these issues. Yeah, right. Oh, Alyssa Wong, like, again, these, these comics have no words. And yet Alyssa Wong is able to script out the most fun interactions it's between amazing. these characters. Like, so, Russell, what you you actually read up to in uh, in a very short amount of time, you read all of the Infinity comics. Um, like, what a what, what was your thoughts on on immersing yourself in Faz's world of Alligator Loki? Where's this comics Eisner? Uh, because <laughs> it's um, in the mail. <laughs> uh, 
Where's because, Alyssa Wong's Eisner? Because, God. yes, this is an Infinity comic. There's no dialogue. You read them really quickly. I was telling them off air. I read it in one bathroom break. Um, <laughs> but the you have to really... I mean, obviously, a lot goes to the artists in this res- regard. But you really have to be pretty talented to be able to tell a coherent story without dialogue yeah mm-hmm. um especially the whole series and i was never confused ever yeah i knew i knew exactly what was happening these the last two issues just happened to be my two favorite issues so far um of course uh issue seven seeing dr doom uh and and then thor getting ko'd is great um but the spa day i was i was so happy all the all the ladies there are there all the magical ladies i was so happy to see clea there um scarlet witch i love this i think my favorite part was where magic like is going for her sword and loki's like she do it and (laughs) cuts the nails it's like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was great yeah. Uh, this like this series has been so much fun like it's truly captured faz's imagination mm-hmm. it's, if you think this is a put on for the show he literally like in our group chat for for uh the in the most worthy group chat we talk about alligator loki probably more than any other comic that we and like banner of war is happening love and thunder is happening and faz will find any opportunity to fit alligator loki into a conversation it's just so wholesome and it's, it's so, so good. good yeah like i tweeted Alyssa wong afterwards i was like just thank you and she liked it so that was fun. nice Ooh, we're one step closer, Faz. That's what we need. Here we go. Faz and I really want to have Alyssa Wong on the show to to uh to uh I don't know, just shower her with praise. (laughs) Like Ryan got his dream guest. You had Jason Aaron a few weeks ago. I did, I did. Let's go. That's what we want. (laughs) You you know, Ryan, you know that Walt Simonson's still out there. Walt Simonson still is out there. Uh and, and you know what's funny is like we've been doing Jason Aaron retrospective all year. And I, like, I think Simonson is the one that we're going to do next. Uh, I haven't decided, like, I've had a few people be like, Hey, why don't you talk about Dan Jurgens or Matt Fraction? I'm like, I like, we're going to, we might eventually get to all of it, but I want to get to Simonson because I mean, that's like, I mean, it's quintessential stuff. I mean, yeah, but you, you definitely want to break up your two major, you want, you yeah simonson probably deserves his uh his own year yeah um but i, I want to definitely be on some of those i um, you know what simonson we may have to go through issue by issue because that mm-hmm. run is just so insanely awesome but uh but that's for the that's for the future we're talking about the the current new comics that came out this month for thor guys any final thoughts before we hop aboard the rainbow bridge and get on out of here this week on the new comics that were this month for Thor. I just love that because a Thor movie is coming out, Marvel is kind of all in on Thor right now. And we're getting yep. Thor from every direction because as a diehard Thor fan, I am quite pleased with the amount of Thor content we have. Right. right? It's awesome. Everything has been from good to fantastic. It's all really entertaining at worst. You're going to have a good time. And at best, they're going to make you cry. Like the Odin issue a couple issues ago. So it's, it's a great that time. Was to a be tearjerker. A Russell, 
I mean, I mean, first it's of all, thank you for thank for coming on the show. But what what did you think of this these comics we 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 ran you through this month? I I, I really enjoyed them. I mean. Like I said, I'm kind of give or take on Donny Cates Hulk, but I love Donny Cates Thor. And yeah, um, yeah. and Alligator Loki is the greatest comic book ever. Um, <laughs> oh no, Faz has got him drinking the Kool-Aid. Him. Yeah. <laughs> second, second only to Howard the Duck. Uh, um, I want them to meet. Howard the Duck guy. I want them to meet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think the multiverse is ready for that. <laughs> Maybe that's the finale of Alligator. Road. Oh my god! Please, please. Oh man! And Steve, and Steve Gerber needs to come back and too. do Alligator Loki. Oh my gosh! I would mm. love that so much. Russell, tell everybody where they can find all of your myriad projects. Well, let's see. Where do we start? Uh, Gamma Charge, the strongest podcast there is. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, pretty easy to find. We're the only people called that. Um, and we also really have helped page. out with search results. <laughs> uh, yeah, we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com yes, uh, forward slash G uh, Gamma Charge Hulk podcast. Um, I'm also on Tomes of Evil, the comic book supervillain podcast, uh, which is was my first podcast. That's my baby. Yes. Um, uh, someone in this chat is going to be on an episode very, very soon. Oh, yeah. Faz, you're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but not least, I am a co-host on Oddly enough, trapped in a world, the Howard the Duck podcast with my good friend Noel. Uh, I forgot, I should mention, I do Game of Charge and Tomes of Evil with Justin the Owl. Uh, fun, fact, fun fact about that uh, velvety sounding man is that one of his favorite Thor runs is the Tom DeFalco Ron Friends Thor run. Yes um which is not one that gets a lot of love no but, yeah but it's good it, it still has its fans it's in yeah. i mean justin like seriously everybody if you want a good time go listen to either tomes of evil or gamma charge like even if you don't like hulk even if you're like i don't even like super villains justin's voice alone <laughs> when he does voices and like russell and justin basically just do voices for like an hour and a half and it's it's the best so definitely go check out both those and uh russell remind me what are when i'm on tomes of evil what are we going to be talking about gore the god butcher yeah so we are gonna break down all that is gore the god butcher uh who uh, russell believes is going to be gore the good butcher in just a few months <laughs> and uh ryan doesn't know this but we decided that the follow-up to gore the god butcher is a doozy like let's just say they're connected and <gasps> god is coming oh my gosh <laughs> yes oh that's gonna be a great one uh i'm actually like we're gonna just let that sit like if 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 you know you know and you're gonna go over to tomes of evil and check it out if you don't know you should still go over to tomes of evil and check it out so uh everybody russell faz 
Thank you so much for joining me this week for this month in new comics. Everybody, Love and Thunder is days away. Days, the world premiere was literally like, as of our recording, like two days ago. Mm. So get hyped, get your tickets, don't miss it because that post credit scene of Ulick is going to kick all the ass <laughs> and you're going to want to be there to watch it first. Like, yeah, Jane's going to be Thor and the gore and the gore is going to be there. But Ulick in the post credits is why you really want to go. And yeah, people are going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> and Beta yeah. Ray Bill's going to show up. <laughs> Ulick, Beta Ray Bill, Mangog. <laughs> We're not going to be able to contain all the awesomeness that is going to be this movie. But until we see you next time aboard the Rainbow Bridge, everybody, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, remember to stay worthy.